Coffee Conversation with myself, Vivian, a podcast where we discuss all things music, where we sit down with your favorite music, musician and we have a coffee. Um, and yes, um, Happy New Year, Happy 2020, welcome to it. Before I introduce my guest for today, um, for today's episode, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has listened consistently to this podcast, everyone that supported it. Um, a few highlights of 2019. Um, we got recognized as one of the noisemakers of 2019 in the True Love Music issue, um, the December issue. And we also partnered up with Starbucks. We are coming to you live from Starbucks South Africa today. Um, and yes, um, please don't forget to sub subscribe, to follow, to share. And we are now also live on YouTube, Coffee Conversations with Vivian. Right, moving right along, I'm going to introduce you guys to my guest for today. I'm so excited. She is literally topping charts on each and every radio station um, in South Africa right now. Everybody's listening to her. Everybody's tweeting her. She is literally one of the most calmest and humblest um, artists I've ever come across. And she is just beautiful. Anifaku, um, welcome. Thank you for having me. So... This girl is one of the biggest sensations to come out of South Africa. I think there are big things coming. Um, so I'm going to sit down and, you know, just talk to you about your journey um, in music. So in 2017, you entered the Voice South Africa. How was that experience? Just um, paint a picture for us what it was like first entering and then going through to the top 16. Well, um, I went there really, I was really hoping that, um, I felt like time was flying and prior to that I auditioned to Idols twice and I got eliminated like pre-auditions. Mm. So I felt like, oh my goodness, time is flying, nothing is moving. Mm. So I was really hoping for the best results and yeah. I went in there for pre-auditions of The Voice and I messed up. Said that while I was auditioning, I said, Oh my god, I suck. And these guys were like, Oh no, you don't. And I was like, And I thought they just been kind, yeah, yeah. And I auditioned and I hoped for the best. And I got the call that I made it to the top 100 picked in South Africa to do oh, wow. line auditions. And I made sure that the, the, the song that I chose was the, was the one that would compliment me. And I, I rehearsed most of the time and I was really hoping for the best results. And when I made it through, for me, the, the blind auditions, that was it. That's what I wanted. That one show where I'll be on TV, hopefully someone would invest and hear my voice. Yeah. And from there on, it was like, I made it to top 16, which was not something I expected. expected yeah. yeah, but I took that uh, opportunity as a learning process. I didn't go there to win. Um, I went there to, to, to learn and grow and make a difference out of my life and I made sure that even when I got eliminated, I made uh, relationships with you know, the, the sound uh, director of the music, the music director sorry, of the show and we, we, we clicked that, invited me to studio. And my song, when I recorded that song, it was like December, three months after my elimination. Yeah. I went to studio and recorded the song there and it just traveled to, to, to the right ears, which is better. It was part of the circle that I felt I didn't have back home. Yes. So I made sure that I kept on now increasing my chances of getting heard by recording to the right people and James was that person and the music landed. Mm -hmm. Benza, Benza had an interest in me. 
and, and tell me about um, me growing up as a child and I know that you were singing in church. Yeah. Um, so how did this music backbite you and at what point did you realize that I should actually be doing this? Um, only later in life, honestly, because when I was a kid, I had, you know, a great passion for music. I had so much love for any musical shows, you know, the, the Disney line where they used to sing, the Indian movies, anything that was musical or arts, even dance um, movies, I had so much love for it. But then, only later, probably when I was like 22, you know, 21, that I actually wanted to do this as a career because mm. I've, I've recorded in studio across my PE, which is all my friends' places. Yeah. And I've heard all great compliments about my voice. Then I was like, okay, I've heard it all. Maybe I should do something. You know, I need to do more. This, I've, I've, you know, for me, I always want to grow up. So I was like, okay, I've heard it all. I don't want to be the biggest uh, well known local PE recording. I can't even say artist, but person. Yeah. I was like, I needed more. I needed to share my idea of what I want to see on screen because I I knew that I was missing because there was no one like me and I would definitely be myself yeah. and I'm 100% authentic to who I am. And I thought, let me, let me try it. And it, and it works. And I must say, you know, the one thing yeah. that I really love about you is the fact that you're so relatable. Um, as an artist, your lyrics are relatable. Okay, which we'll get into, but I want us to talk about the writing process, you know, of your music. I mean, let's start with Love Drunk, we'll move into Imani, which is your debut album, which is also literally everybody is playing a song out of that album. But let's, let's get into your uh, music writing process, you know, I feel that you pour so much of yourself and feeling into it, you know, what goes into that process? Um, as I've said, when I was part of the audience at some point in my life, I saw that here at home there was lack of honesty, even in general, like a presenter. Yeah. Throughout them, I just felt even in interviews, I felt like, no man, this person, everything they're saying is 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 is, is planned, and it's not. I didn't feel a connection. Everything yeah. was perfect. Yeah. You know. And I thought, I don't want to be perfect. I just want to be myself. Hmm. And that way I would see how the people would react because there was no there was a few that were themselves and yeah it takes takes time to succeed when you are going to be yourself but I knew that people wanted something real and and I didn't want to you know paint out the, the industry where you must change who you are I didn't want to paint it out that way I wanted to paint it as something you can because you could be an accountant and be yourself you know, you could be you could be anything and be yourself. So I wanted to be a musician and be myself. Therefore, in my writing process, I make sure that I'm very honest, 100%, because then when you're alone in your room, you will 100% relate to what I'm saying, because you don't get to pretend, you know, you don't get to pretend that you're as strong as you would like to be seen as, or... Oh, everything would pretend to be on the outside. I wanted my music to be the, the reality of what we actually feel and what people don't know we feel. So a lot of my writing is my truth. I have the consent. Because I want you to, 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 to connect. I want you to be... I want you to listen to my music while in bed. And with your, with your, with your blanket. Mm. And, and just go through the post. That's yeah. what I want. Because the song that made me feel that way. And I imagine that this is what I want with my music. Yeah, and that's it. The connect, 
the connecting tools, you know, um, the rawness, the authenticity of it is, I think it, that's exactly what leads people to connect to it. Um, but let's move into your single, Love Drunk. Hey, well, girls, what was happening? Well, girls, I'm just like, okay, I listened to those lyrics and I said to myself, well, girl, girl, at its peak. At its peak, babes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I remember I was in Cape Town. I was there to record uh, two songs. And that one, we, we, we had it that day. And I was working with the Noble. Shout out to the Noble, best, one of the best producers in South Africa. Mm. So this, it's two of them, David and Mubele. So we're sitting in studio, sorry, um, and we're discussing my where I am relationship-wise. Yeah. So this is how we do when we're together. So we talk and we talk and we get lines out of what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I was really going through that. I was, I was with someone who I felt like they were not showing love the way I wanted to be shown. And I didn't see anything wrong with me watching more romance, more, more action in, in, in our love language instead of just being told I'm like no action and I wasn't receiving that and I wasn't comfortable with that and they felt like I was changing them into being something they not and I didn't get it because if you love someone you're willing to do something even if you don't believe in it I mean I mean it's that simple if you love someone if they want flowers and you don't believe in flowers you just do it for them. Love language. I'm for them. Love language. And I didn't get it when someone despites that. So for me, it was that song. Mm. That person was just not love drunk enough to, <laughs> to, wow. to make me happy. Yeah, but you know what? Um, it's one of those songs that anyone else can go through the same thing. And when they listen to that song, they, like, they can almost feel like, you know what? I'm not alone. Because someone else exactly. is experiencing this. Yeah, you know? But let's move then to one of the biggest songs right now. I mean, I listen to those lyrics and they're so affirming for me. I don't know how many times I've tweeted those lyrics. I don't know how many times I've just, you know, written them down just to affirm myself. Yeah, when they get I'm a pooper, I mean, every time, you know, it reaches my date, you know, like the core of my soul. It just sits there and sometimes you're going through the most. And when you hear those lyrics, you just almost affirm that everything is going to be okay. But tell me about those lyrics specifically. Tell me about that song. You know, we'll get into everything else. But let's talk about it because I feel like every time that I've tweeted it, people have always been like, oh my God, those words. You know, they, 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 whose they, song is that? They always get the best retweets when someone Ooh. says that. Yeah. People really relate to the quantities. And someone always says, it's weird and I didn't know. I wrote, I remember when I wrote it, I... In my in my career, there was not much going on. It was still a process of me still hoping that I even get good. I, 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 I had nothing. So I was with Sanel, a musician, in studio. 
And for me, just being with him for me was enough. It, it, it was it was worth the value of riches, worth the value of money, worth the value of everything. Just being with him and working with him for me confirmed that actually anything was possible. Yeah. So I never thought that I would work with him in such a short space and for him to recognize me regardless of how a few people were talking about me. Yeah. And he connected with me. And he also didn't understand. He really just connected with me. Mm-hmm. And I wrote those lyrics out of, out of really nothing tangible. It was out of like me feeling like, no, this is it. You know, but you don't see. Mm-hmm. You don't see. But at that moment, I knew that no, this is this is it. And uh, this 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 is this is my time. That's when I knew that was my time. Hence, I said. With this man, and only now I get to live what I wrote. Wow! So I knew while nothing was happening, and for me that moment was was it for me. And I and I saw that it's possible through hard work, emphasize on hard work, yeah. so much hard work, dedication, consistency, yeah. respect. Because I said it's only poker. Respect will get you so yes. far. So far for me, how I am in general has 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 paid like. 60% of a role of who I am today regardless of my talent yeah. just because people like like me and, and how I am so that's 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 what I wrote that's why I wrote the song and that's what it meant to me at the time and then I get to live it every day I get to live it yeah. and I'm like small things I'm like oh wow really and I think, I think for me it's not just you living it but how many people you have touched and almost reminded you know some people just needed that flicker of light to say when's it's man same how a lot of people use that song throughout and and it's your it's insane how they connect and it's done something for them it literally has changed how they felt they were somewhat used it for exams it came came through that because they wanted their own you know hopes and dreams to come true which is passing exams and find working it's insane how that song is always going to be the one people say I snapped when I wrote it. That song. Oh, that song. But let's talk about your you connecting with Sanal Musician because I think there's something there, you know. There are artists that collaborate and you can almost see that this was a collaboration that was written in the stars because yeah. once they come together, they make magic. You know, how, how did this collaboration come about? How did you connect with Sanal? We met through, well, he followed me on Insta and I was like so confused. I like, and I, I inboxed him, I'm like, oh my God. And he laughed. So, so that's where it started. And then he says that he saw a video of, of me. I usually do like self videos of myself singing. Yeah. like this one specific one in the dark room, he says. And that's when he decided to contact me and we could uh, go to get into studio. That's how we met. And first time we met, I, 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 ah, man, he's such a great guy, we love him, he's, you know, he's so calm because he has such a bigger vision than, than what he, he is now, and he's such a massive, such a massive artist with so many great achievements, but he wants more, yeah. and for me, that inspires me, because through talking to man, I, I, I knew that, no, there's no limit in what you could want, there's never, uh, I've made it, because I've seen him, yeah. he's very, very kind-hearted, hard-working, inspiring. It's everything great. Mm. Such a such an inspiration. Yeah. Mm. And I think the most important thing while I'm listening to you now talking about Sanel, um, 
most people lose that hunger, but it sounds like she's got that hunger. And, and I think that that is what keeps most artists going. Once you have that hunger, you just don't stop because there's something bigger, you know, than just now. Ah, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. But um, let's talk about the album, the making of the album, yeah. Iman. I listened to Iman yesterday and I, I, I don't know, I mean, like, sometimes you're just so sad. And I'm like, <laughs> what song is song? sad there? Oh, probably Iman. is a sad song. It is. It's a very sad song and I, and I wrote it because... I hated how life is portrayed as though everyone gets to have a break. Mm. Everyone gets to have a break. Wow. And I imagine it's part of what I always strive to get and it's like it gets it gets um, it gets tricky to, to the, the, the root of trying to find money. Every everyone's um, journey to get money is different. Some people don't get to have that and I wanted them to find something besides money that will substitute that and, and they'll be happy yeah. with what they have because yeah. Imani is really a problem mm. and I don't want people to relate to that song forever because I was in that situation where literally you don't see where if, if there'll be light at the end of the, the tunnel mm. and I'm lucky one of those that's lucky to get out of that and I plan to be out of that forever and some people won't get to experience that. So I want them to find some sort of happiness in, in another form where they don't yeah. be so depressed. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's such a sad song. I don't want people to relate to it forever. Mm. I don't want them to relate forever to that song. It's such a sad, dark yeah. song. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even Iman because Kunju Browns explains how that's how people live as well. They they. They, they spend the rest of their life making their parents happy, yeah. making someone else happy. You should be your own priority. You should come first, mm. you know? So find your own happiness, put yourself first, and then you will be able to care for others. Because if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love anyone else? <laughs> so it's, it's a song and it, it varies. Everyone's um, how they, they um, portray it or how they analyze it is different for each person. But for me, I knew that I wanted people to find some happiness outside of money and be content with where they are and, and try to build happiness with where they are so that they don't get to be sad forever because it doesn't help. It doesn't help, yeah. And so, so let's talk about the titling of the album, songs and the songs on it, and you know the making of the album. But you know the title was supposed to be Ben. This one I kill for this. It was supposed to be Effect. Okay. Right. And I was against it. I understand why they say Effect. They said it should be Effect because. When people listen to my voice and my music, there's an effect they have, right? Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. But I didn't want to force it to people's throats. I want it to be like a, a thing that they yeah. discover themselves. I don't want to tell them that, oh, yeah, you're going to have an yeah. effect when you listen to these songs. So in any case, that was the name. It was, it was final. And then we went to the, our Eastern Cape tour. Yeah. Which was still, uh, we were still trying to finalize everything about the album. The album yeah. So we went to our Eastern Cape tour. We performed, we performed, we performed. 
and he saw the reaction of the young kids who are coming from townships like mine, like Ezinyoka, how they were inspired by the music, how they felt, because they somewhat crying, and he, and so for him, he got to understand. Because for me, I already knew who I wanted to be and what I wanted my music to stand for. Yeah. And it was like, so it was such an emotional moment because we got to understand what the music does to a child that has no hope, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so then Imani came about. Well, the song, because the song explains everything that I've gone through, everything that our brothers and sisters go through. And so that's what my album says. Yeah. And hence, even the, the, the back shot. It's a place where we have gone up, up, grown up into it as a young child. Yeah. And it's just to say that you can come out of that. You're, it's not hard at all. Yeah. It's simple. You work hard, you dedicate yourself. Maybe it will be fine. So that's how the album name came about. Uh, yeah, it's, it's always interesting to think about how it came about. And I'm so thankful that... Because they, 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 they were not used to... They don't know a, a girl that comes from where I'm, I, I come from. They were, you know, used yeah. to the North life, yeah. seeing this. Yeah. You know, that's not the reality for yeah. everyone. And that's for me, that's where I came from. So for me, I knew what I wanted to yeah. be. So they got to see that and they got to embrace it. And it's, 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 I'm so thankful that they got to embrace it. Um, the season has done such a great job in, in, in embracing who I am and, and, and adding so much fuel to who I am so I can be more than what I was or what I, what I imagined myself to, to be. be. Yeah. That's amazing. Huh, so there's a song that I really love. When it plays, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if you've seen me tweet about the guitarist in in Lichevaco. Oh my god. Who is playing that guitar? There's a guitarist on there and I'm just like, this, I can't get I can't get over it. Every time I I just it's, yeah. it's, it's, it takes me there. Okay? So many people play guitar in my songs. It's, it's, it's always confusing. Yeah. And I don't even know. So many people have played a part in that, but mm. they got what they, they, their rights, their publishing rights, yes. they got what they deserve. But they, <laughs> I don't know who played it. Because there's a lot of people that play my, like six producers, right? Yeah. And remember, producers don't necessarily play guitars or uh, a lot of issues. A lot of people came into my oh, a lot. Yeah. Probably more than ten people had an input in my album. Mm. A lot. So sometimes I don't remember who played what. <laughs> I don't want to give the wrong credit to someone. Okay, some. that's fine. But yeah. let's talk about the song itself. <laughs> what a beautiful song. Thank you. Who are you writing this song for? Um, funny enough, I was just at home thinking of. Um, how uh, there's no, no not much songs that embrace the the men we find as persons in our lives. So for me, I felt like I could write a song for these men because they want to feel special. I am certain about that. Um, and those oh, oh, you're also but as people, the creative is all meaning because people dedicated it to their best friends, to their children, to their lovers. It's, it's a wedding song. I'm telling you, it is and it's, it's, it's insane. And, and now the meaning is, is even more beautiful because it yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be what I initially created it for. It's, it also now involves what people see it as. People dedicated to their kids. It's insane because they feel that their kids are a blessing. Because what it says is, 
your future is like gold when you are in this room, you know? Yeah. You call it, yeah, you lose. Yeah. This room lights up. Yeah. So that's that's what I meant. And I'm sure it's, it's more than men that would have that meaning in our life. They have to get one with um, their kids into those that they find as blessings. Sure. And like I said earlier, I love how you fuse the Africanism, you know, and the modern yes. sound into your music. You know, what, what inspired that? What has been your your biggest music inspiration and what got you to the point of saying, okay, all right, I'm going to write in Kosa, but I'm also going to keep it very modern and I'm going to keep it, you know, very fun at the same time. Well, I... I for what? I felt like a lot of Afro soul. Now we we Afro soul singers wanna wanna go because one route that they told is the one. Mm. And I was like, I can't go through that because I'm 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 a, I'm a lot of things. I like to have fun. I'm very ghetto. Yeah, I'm in tune with my emotions. I'm yeah. emotional. Yeah. Therefore, my songs need to have all of them. Capture all of that. All of yeah. that. Yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't do I would be bored if I would have to perform music that, that's supposed to sound this way. So I don't want to... I don't want to... I've always seen something lacking in the industry. Therefore, I cannot be what I always judge. Yeah. I want to be myself and I want to be... When I when I put my setlist and I perform, I want to enjoy the music. Yeah. And it's insane how the crowd respects that. Mm. The audience... People think they know what the audience wants. You really never know. Yeah. The audience... The audience does it once what you have to offer them as long as it's authentic and it's beautiful and they will accept it. You don't have to fix by the books. Yeah. You don't have to do what you want. Because um, I've seen, so I get inspired by Chronics, Kathy Semenya, um, Rihanna, she's done a great job in yeah. to being whatever she wants to be. Yeah. If you look at her album. You can't box her. You can't. You can't. So yeah. It's beautiful. So for me, I got inspired a lot by that. Beyonce. So even Drake, the, the way Drake writes music is in tune with his emotion and doesn't shy away from saying that he was cheated on 60 times. Yeah. So I'm not gonna... So for me, I was like, okay, I love these people. Yeah. And Chronix, I love him because he's all about music that, um, that tells you never give up. Yeah, you take the hours, things like that. Yeah. So yeah, I get inspired by a lot of, a lot of artists, different yeah. genres, different reasons why I get inspired. Yeah. And what would you say are some of the challenges you've had to go through on your journey? Um, personally, trying to get into the music industry and break into it, you know, and cement yourself. I think you're at a place where you are now cementing yourself really well in the industry, you know. And some people don't get that way, you know, we, we learn about you and two years later, here you are, you know. I think everything sort of happened very quickly for you. But what are some of the challenges that you've had to face and overcome to get to this point? It's, it's saying no to a lot of things um, that that you would find as an opportunity by saying no to them and just being and just knowing what you want. But then if you say yes to everything, then you your journey becomes what you enjoy. You you scam your whole career. You become what it's like. Let's say you wanted to be a jazz artist and now you have to do hip hop because it's 
keep up people approach you. So for me, I had to say no to a lot of things yeah. to, to fight the way I want to be and how I want people to receive my music. Um, what else? Really, not much. Because for me, I don't let things affect me. I don't care much. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't care much. I know what I want. Therefore, I try to get what I want as much as I can. And anything that happens for me doesn't really affect me because I also I limit my excess. I'm, I'm really not really accessible, accessible yeah. to a lot of people because I don't want to confuse my brain a lot because it's easy for we are very into to get scared. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. be easily influenced. So yeah. I try to be in my own space a lot and try to remember why I did it and what I wanted then. Mm. Then when all of those words was not there, yeah. so you just have to measure where you are, what future was what you do because you are not special. If someone could be swayed into things that they didn't think that they would get swayed in, so can you. All of us can get. So in order to avoid all of that, you have to be to be careful a lot about a lot of things. So I, I, I'm always careful 24-7. I plan what I don't choose. I choose what situation. Yeah. If I do get hurt, I, I, I try to deal with that. And then move on. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I try to have a simple life. Yeah. So that I don't. I don't yeah. mess around with who I am. Because, yeah. Doesn't mess around with who I am. Hmm. And so, I mean, we know that you've 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 done so well working with the likes of Sun L, um, Black Diamonds. Who are some of the musicians that you would still like to to collaborate with to work? Um, I love coffee. I'd really love to work with him. Um, hopefully, when the time is right, I don't wanna. I don't want it to happen like sooner yeah. or later. I just want it to happen when the time is right, so that whatever we create is 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 is, is great. Um, internationally, I would say Drake. I'd like to do a chorus for him one yes, day. Get on that drink, <laughs> you know. Um, a chorus for him would be great. I don't know. I just want. Yeah, those those are the only two I can think of. Yeah, and who who have been the biggest influences um, in terms of the music that you've listened to in the past or currently um, that you have almost infused a little bit into your music? Well, I would say my my firstly my journey into adulthood, what I did as a kid, has deeply influenced how I write my songs, which is the the, the books that I've read as a child. I used to read a lot, so that influenced me. The movies, Indian movies, I was obsessed with. Indian movies? Yeah, so a lot of my, my harmonies <laughs> I get from that. If you listen to Musia Bakon, you should listen again, like the harmonies there, well, of yes, course. Yes, yes. You probably... I mean, now that you've said it, of course. I'll, I'll pick it up. Yeah. And also church, because I was in Zion, so church has influenced my melody as well. Mm. And then... Uh, Chronics, I would say Rihanna, I would say Drake, the artists that I mentioned, a lot yeah. of different uh, parts of, of artists yeah, yeah. have influenced how I approach mm. my music. I, I, oh, Daniel Caesar as well, he's, yeah. he's, he's a mature approach to melody, is something mm. I really love, and, I, and, I, and, and, and how he says, I love you, but in a different way. Yeah. So for me, I try to say what everyone says, but in a very different way, so it has a different impact, because really, we can't we all have to say I love you, but it depends how you say it. So I try to find ways to express my thankfulness to have this person 
how I love him or why I love him or her. So it's 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 it's, it's a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. I was actually thinking about the melody yesterday when I was listening to um, some of your songs. You know, your melodies are amazing. How do you just like wake up one day and you've got a melody in your head? I had a melody I'm last night. Do they just come to you? Sometimes. Because I had Ubutemako was the melody that came out of nowhere. Mm. I, I wrote that song alone. Wow. I went to studio, recorded it, and the production was done right after. Mm. And normally I go to studio and I do things there, but Ubutemako was different. Um, so for me, melody comes, comes, sometimes it comes while I'm alone and I record. Sometimes... It's, I, I hear it from a beat and that inspires me to create a melody. Mm. But melody is so important before writing for me. Melody is so important. It, sometimes you can have the best mm. lyrics. I've heard great lyrics, but the melody no, is melody. just yeah. not happening yeah. through. And so for me, get the right melody. Try to have a, 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 a writing that's going to complement the melody or even be better than the melody, then you have a great song. Mm. So that's how I do it. Yeah. Wow. And what, what are you looking forward to the most, you know, on your journey, in your career, generally in life? I'm looking forward to more people hearing and understanding what I do and my lyrics, more connection in, in the, the words. I just uh, hopefully inspire kids where I'm from to push and do what they love. Yeah. I just want, all I want is just for the message behind it to be heard. Mm. Just for the audience to really understand the lyrics and connect. For a very long time, I want them to connect mm. with, with what I write and my melody and all my music. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all wow. I want. Yeah. While we're here, when you talk about what all you want, what sets up a core of your song? Uh, the truth, because a lot of there's a few people that are truthful. Um, what sits there, it's, it's at the core of my soul, is to meaning as well. Because a lot of people say things that they don't mean. So for me, I want to at least provide my listeners with to know that at least they have one truthful person, which is my music. It's very truthful. It's very honest. I just want to provide them with that because a lot of people. Can give you that. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. So I want to provide them with the truth, meaning, and honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you currently listening to? Oh, I'm listening to Blue Wednesday. That's what I'm listening to. It was recommended by a friend. I love Blue Wednesday. Yeah. I didn't even know about him. Really. I didn't know. I'm so, I love him. It's, it's, it's really great music. I'm listening to that a lot. Oh, Roddy Rich, this new guy, hip-hop guy that just released a great album. I've been listening to him a lot. Um, Elaine is a local new artist. She's been doing great. Um, yeah, it's just new music. New music because you have to be updated and see Obuchi, what made people yeah, yeah. catch on with this person. What's new, what's current, what, what's, what's, yeah, what's new, what you can take. From, from them, because yeah. you have to always take something from all these great musicians that are coming up. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 what's inspiring me. New music, uh, mostly, and a bit of old music, just to remind myself of what inspired me. Mm. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. You know, um, I really enjoyed sitting down and having this conversation with you. Did you enjoy your maca? And she was yes. trying to be fancy and she ordered you know, a very healthy cup. Very healthy. I really did, but I wouldn't have it okay. um, more than once a month. I'd probably have it once a month. Okay. Um, you know what? I wish you nothing but the best on your journey. I have no doubt. No doubt that you are going to sweep our woods. You know? I, I, I really pray. No pressure. No, no pressure, pressure but, but I, I, I know I know for a fact, you know, I've seen how hardworking we've been, I've seen how people have received German music, I've, I've seen it all, and I, I think you're in a very good place um, as an artist, you've cemented yourself very well in the music industry, and I wish you nothing at the best, but thank you so much for making time to sit um, with me on Coffee Conversations and have a coffee with me. Um, I hope people will enjoy this conversation. I know they will. Um, please keep writing as beautifully as you are, as you have been. Um, keep sending those affirming words to people that need them. Keep, you know, sending us light. And yeah, I wish you nothing but the best. And that's it from myself and the very, very talented Amifaku. Uh, please do continue to listen. Share with your friends. Um, share this link. Subscribe. We are on YouTube, I repeat again, we are on YouTube, yay! By the way, you are the first artist to be featured on the YouTube platform, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and yeah, hopefully um, we can have you again on Coffee Conversations. Yes, this is not this, this is the last of this. The next time we're going to have you on the mic performing to an audience. I miss performing. Um, I know you are very busy, but... Yeah, I mean, I it's only been like a week of performing, but <laughs> Listen I'm, to addicted. That. I'm addicted. When you're booked and busy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only been a week. I don't know. I'm so addicted. But oh, anyways, thank you for having me. Only this, a pleasure. This has been such a great conversation I had. I enjoyed it so much. And I, it so I appreciate much. this platform for allowing me to be here and for listening to my music. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. And that's it for myself and Ami. Um, Coffee Conversations with Vivian where we bring you the very best musicians, award-winning musicians. We are bringing you more of this in 2020. Um, do continue to listen. Thank you.
过往。